Are we live? Yes, we are live, guys. What's up? I'm James Hake. This is cool. Nice. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is Monday, March 30th, 2020, and it is live in the 9 a.m. hour of, uh, of Pacific time. <laughs> I was, I was about to say the 9 a.m. Uh, hour, the fourth hour of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but I don't do that anymore. It's so cool. It's been like two, three weeks now, or more. So, <laughs> I have an interesting show for you. I want to talk about this coronavirus thing. And Trump is extending some of the, um, you know, uh, avoid large gatherings stuff. And I, you know, there's some crazy death toll projections. Crazy in my mind. Lame, overcautious doctors. And if I have time, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo's exploitation of this crisis to boost himself up. He's doing it. And then there's cops, of course, suffering. And it's predictable that the cops would be suffering because they have to go out into the community amongst the sick. What a mess. I do hope to hit the fallen state, uh, a review of the fallen state that re just recently came out. That's Jesse Lee Peterson's show. It comes out on Fridays. He interviewed a, a gender studies, which is really women's studies. Um, woman? She's nice. <laughs> Some of you guys were roasting her but anyways uh i took a picture with her actually yeah after the show <laughs> and i didn't know is my picture in there i don't know if i th i don't remember if i dragged it in before i put the picture in there but <laughs> i was wearing my never 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 ever 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 but never ever never Ever, ever, ever tell a woman your problems. <laughs> and I saw her looking at my shirt and reading it, but I had forgotten what I was wearing. And she didn't have, like, a <laughs> happy face about my shirt. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think I remembered after we took this photograph what I was wearing. Also, the subway ladies gave seemed to give me weird looks, too, for wearing that shirt. I just, I forgot that that's a controversial shirt. <laughs> but um yeah jesse lee peterson had her sweating right on um also if i have time i want to talk about a little bit more from killing the ss because i'm just trying to you know learn a little bit of history at least a a according to um bill o'reilly just get his take he i like boomers right i love boomers and um bill o'reilly is as far as journalists go Guys who try to be journalists, as in, like, f fairly presenting the facts, I think that he tries to do a good job with that. Way better than any of the so-called journalists that you're seeing on the mainstream, pretty much. 
I like Tucker too. Um, I like uh, Sean Hannity. I haven't followed him a lot recently just because I'm busy doing my own news. Hake news, right? Way better. <laughs> um, by the way, Jesse Lee Peterson, I just showed a, a picture of from the thumbnail from church yesterday, church with Jesse Lee Peterson. I'm the producer for, I make sure that that goes out online, right? Well, I, I, may, I work with the, the engineer to make sure it goes out, right? Engineers. But he backed me up, the f- knowledge versus wisdom. Because I have this t-shirt that says knowledge is poison. And some people disagree with that. But it is. It's like it puff, It builds up your pride, not your sense. Your good sense. I'm going to get to your calls. But quickly, you know, I, I didn't get to all of the diamonds. Somehow, some of this in this activity screen, guys, it doesn't give everything that happens. Um, so just, just an FYI. And, um, Dark Side of the Bear, what? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look for your diamond, for your, uh, the diamonds. She's a, she's faithfully sending me the diamond, screenshots of the diamonds that I receive. Diamonds, for those of you who don't know, (laughs) if you're totally lost, diamonds are like, um, donation messages, okay? You give a dollar twenty. That's about what a diamond costs these days. And you can give a brief message. And I read it on air. And it's cool. That's on dlive.tv slash the Hake Report. But, um, you know, I missed them. I'll have to get to them tomorrow, I think. <laughs> Sorry. But I will be looking out for any new ones from today. All right? Yeah. Um, but there was a super chat yesterday on YouTube. And super chats are other donation messages, okay? And um, David from Kentucky gave a super chat yesterday on my show and said, tell us more about, talk more about the coronavirus. I have it. So according to David, he has, he says that he has the coronavirus. So pray for him, guys. What will be the death toll? I don't know. A lot of, it seems like most, by far most people survive it. But I did hear that it does give some permanent damage oftentimes or sometimes permanent lung damage you know you're hacking your lung lungs out permanent scarring that's what i've heard um i don't know that that's the, how common that part is but i don't, but that's just what i've heard and i've heard that it can even affect um fertility i nick fuentes said that on his stream i don't know where he got that but that's what he says and he tends to say stuff that's factual. So, I don't know if that's a concern, but just FYI, it's not something to toy with. You don't toy with your health, right? Um, but it's crazy what the death the, with the death toll that they're projecting, at least this Fauci guy, he says 100,000 to 200,000 dead Americans it could be, which is crazy because this swine flu thing that took place Close to 10 years ago, the H1N1 swine flu under Obama, it killed over 12,000 Americans. 12,000 versus 100 to 200,000? Dang. But we'll see. I saw somebody in the chat saying, that's a pure guess. These people are not to be trusted. AP News is not to be trusted, certainly. They do try to give facts, but they they are anti-Trump people. So, just FYI. The answer is, we don't know. 
And I, I, I'm with that chat guy. This Fauci guy, I, I like that he's standing with Trump a little bit, but I don't trust him. Right? <laughs> um, by the way, the, these, these doctors, they make me want to cuss. <laughs> these doctors suck. Stink. <laughs> Man, I was watching... I'm sorry. All right. I was watching Chris Wallace. He's a, he's a liberal reporter guy, uh, commentator on Fox News. Um, he was interviewing some, but he was okay, but he was interviewing some dumb, weak expert. And I say weak because he just looked weak and his answers were weak. He was an expert with Johns Hopkins University. I guess he's the head of this group that is about, I don't know, things like this, things like this coronavirus thing. That's spreading everywhere, right? And this man, I, I use the term loosely, man, was, he kept on not, not wanting to agree with Trump, President Trump. And President Trump wants to, in places where it's not a problem, let people get back to work. And let people social distance while at work. Wear the masks if they need to wear the masks. Um, stay apart. And uh, wash their hands five times more. You know, this, this thing, it kind of makes you more aware of your habits. And it's good to be aware of your habits and your cleanliness and the way that you could potentially be spreading germs and stuff like that. It's good to be aware of that stuff. And it makes you ha develop better habits, hopefully. And that's a good thing. And Trump talked about never hand handshaking again. <laughs> Well, which I'm okay with, but um, is it making you more uh, aware of your washing the hands and stuff like that, Joel? Um, to be honest, it has been. It has. Uh, it's always in the back of my mind more now than it was before. Yeah, to me, me too. To where it's like now, even when I'm out, I'm thinking about everything. Like, <laughs> oh, don't touch that. Don't touch. Oh, you touched that. Go wash your hands. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, man, I touch my face so much. I know, and I didn't even realize how much I do. <laughs> right now, that this stuff is happening. Yeah. So just, I mean, just be careful, guys. You can. I think part of this is because the the people in charge do not trust you to have the right habits, and and not, there's something called super carriers, people who spread the disease like crazy. And I bet you they're kind of sociable people, but careless is my guess. But I don't know. But that's my guess. And <laughs> just people who are just kind of not not obviously dirty, but when you look at them closely, maybe they are. But I, so this guy, uh, Trump said that he wants people to start to get back to work where it's reasonably safe. And um, this other doctor, this expert guy doesn't want to do that because he says, oh, in those places that, it, that it's supposedly not a problem, these people haven't been tested. And we want to know everything. So and basically, this doctor wants to be everybody's big brother type of stuff. Big brother being the surveillance state where the, go the government controls everything. Control freaky doctor. Female-minded. Where people don't have the sense to take care of themselves and, and decide their own risks that they want to take. Um, and he was so noncommittal. 
Oh, man, it must have been frustrating for Chris Wallace to get a straight answer out of the guy. Um, clear as mud. And doctors do do that. They err on the side of caution. They are basically overcautious, whereas Trump doesn't want to err <laughs> because this is, like um, Jesse Lee Peterson pointed out, you let the economy go down, people are going to get sick and die and all kinds of mess when the economy goes down or as it goes down with is it reminded me of doctors within you know when the, their advice to you when you're injured you ever been to a doctor when you're injured joel i've been to the doctor when i'm injured the, you ever you ever been to the doctor when injured um i don't remember have you ever had a crazy an injury that kind of took you out from your usual thing oh uh, i i sprained my hand when i was younger once okay that's about as injured as it got do they tell you not to jog not to did you tell did they tell you to rest oh you know what i got knee surgery yeah oh dang. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like a few years ago too. that's funny what they tell you um you, after the fact yeah um to stay off of it but do your little exercises and right stuff like that physical yeah, therapy right okay because Oftentimes, doctors will tell you, and especially if you're lazy-minded, they'll tell you just to rest, stay off of it, don't do anything. Whereas you go to your coach, like say if you're a runner, right, or whatever, they'll tell you walk it off or jog it off. And oftentimes, jogging it off works. You get the blood uh. flow through it and all that stuff. But the doctor doesn't know that. The doctor wants to err on the side of caution, doesn't want to get yeah. sued. Oh, All that true. mess. That's true. So, yeah, rest, but also exercise. And doctors want to keep you, like, incubated or something right. sometimes. That's they're a not, good point. They're not, like, men. Like, Trump is a man. He knows, yeah. like, how life works. Not to over... That's true. The people on, on the news, you know, especially the doctors, they, yeah. they make it so dramatic and over the <laughs> top to where, you know, it makes you want to go crazy with them. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you had never heard of this coronavirus thing, you'd just think that you had a crazy flu. You'd be taking care of yourself. Right. And you wouldn't be thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die. This is the end. You're right. This, <laughs> we're all going to be zombies. Yeah. Supposedly, no city will be spared, Drudge reports, according to this Dr. Deborah Br Burks. And she's with this coronavirus task force with the White House. But... um and by the way, New York State ranked number one in the nation in confirmed coronavirus cases and deaths, while New Jersey ranked number two in cases and was among the five, the top five in number of deaths. The CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, not always to be trusted, by the way, issued a domestic travel advisory urging against non-essential domestic travel in the tri-state area. I guess it's New York, something, <laughs> New Jersey... Something? <laughs> I don't know. I forget. Google it. What's the tri-state area? More, uh, Nick, look it up for me. Let me get to some calls, though, guys. What's the... Wow, your mic is nice and loud. What's the tri-state area? I'm asking a Canadian. Let me get to my second favorite caller in the meantime. Earl from Michigan. Earl, what's up? Earl! Yeah, uh, James, how you doing? Doing fine. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Uh, 
Uh, Might as well practice, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I was trying to, to get uh, Jesse to uh, converse on, on judgment and and anger, the similarities are this and there. Yeah. Similarities uh, they have. Uh, are you I a judge? Are you a judgmental critique. person, Earl? No, no. But I'm saying the relationship that he puts on anger and judgment as if that's that's playing uh, God. That's what I dispute. Do you believe that? I think it kind of makes sense. I mean, there's different. There's two different ways to judge, at least, right? There's the no, judgment no, no. where you're pridefully no, 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 judging no, no. somebody. Yeah, there's ways to judge, but it has nothing to do or with the emotional things. state that you're in. I mean, emotional state that you're in. No, not necessarily. It can. That's huh? what he. That's what he means when he's talking about judgment. He says. That's ju- what I'm saying. That has no relationship with playing God by saying uh, that the emotional state that you're in is playing God, because you don't have to be in an angry or. You know uh, what, man? Happy. Huh? You know what? Uh, yeah. I think that you guys, you you intellectuals, <laughs> and I am calling you an intellectual, don't realize, I'm calling Earl an intellectual. Mark that, guys. Um, don't realize that um, anger is, when he uses the word anger, he's using it as the like the root like you have the anger within, and that's what's that's what's causing all these other things: fear, um, judgment, the ups and downs of most people, being all excited yeah. and then all down the dumps, and and being all, oh, I love everybody, but you really don't. It's the it's the emotional type of love, good feelings towards mm-hmm. people, and all that. But still, he can't make a general statement about judgment, and 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 then when somebody's questioning him on it, he points it out to mean certain things, and then when you point it out, they have no relationship to each other. He he, uh, you know, he uh, gets t- ticked and want to hang up on you because, <laughs> like I said, it's just uh, it's judgment, just that it's just that you're obstinate, Earl. You know what no. that means? That means stubborn. Of course I am. You don't want to. You don't. don't you don't want to open your yeah. eyes. I question what he says. Uh, you should question what you. Ass- you should que- hold on, says, Earl. But, uh, you shouldn't. Que- you should question what you assume about what he says. No. Yes. I question his sales. when he makes a statement. But I know what you do. Is anger. That's a general statement. He says only people that. Uh, Hey, stay on regular phone. You sound like you went away from the phone or went on speakerphone or something. Don't be trifling with my show. I I was talking talking in general that uh, when you pin him down, he just can't answer the question. But you didn't pin him down. But he likes to pin other folks down and and make them ask a question that... uh, he tries to pin. But your pins are dumb. You're pinning in the wrong huh? place. Your pin your pins are dumb. They're pinning you're pinning in the wrong place. 
With all you know, due respect, right? Man, your phone's getting all messed up. Huh? I said your phone's getting all messed up. Huh? A little bit. But uh, what I want to talk to, uh, 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 I wanted to mention uh, that uh, he said something earlier today. I'm laughing because the way that you... That he said about... I'm thinking about hot computers now. African-American. Yeah, hot computers now. That's a pretty good impression of Earl. <laughs> when he being an African American, or, or, you know, is is that a problem? Is, you have a problem with that, or uh, Jim Crow era? Um, <laughs> the thing about it is, do you remember Jim Crow Earl? Huh? You remember Jim Crow times? Yes, I lived in the Jim Crow era. Nice. The where where, where are you from? Problem. So just briefly, where were you from? My family, my father, my grandfather was born in 1870. Not my great-grandfather, my grandfather. Nice. He lived to be 94 years old. Right on. We had family that lived in the, in the Jim Crow era, the early part. But if you if you realize, that was just a few years after uh, emancipation. When Martin he was born, huh? When a few blacks were free. So yeah. he lived in the early part of Jim Crow era. That's cool. Era. And, uh, and so forth. And so... When Jesse similarly puts himself out there you say to say that only he can speak in the Jim Crow era, that things didn't happen and so forth because he didn't experience it, that's the height of arrogance. <laughs> that he thinks he can speak for millions of folks that he knows. Yeah, Jesse's about. real arrogant. <laughs> Jesse, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson and arrogance, they don't go together, man. You can try to put arrogance on him, but it's not going to stick. If he says he, <laughs> something didn't happen in the gym. You're Coast like, era, you're way more arrogant than Jesse. Well, listen, clown. Okay. Jesse, you calling me Tom uh, or clown? You call uh, me. That when uh, he puts it. himself out to singularly say what happened See and not. didn't happen. Wait, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Earl, 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 did you say senilely? Did you say senilely? No, did you say senilely? You stupid. You know that's arrogant. No, that's ridiculous. Because... Yes, it's ridiculous. No, listen, what's ridiculous? Earl, be quiet, Earl. I'm going to put you on hold like I do Maze. All right, thank you. So... Well, the other thing is... No, hold on. Let me uh, make this point, Earl. You know... I know uh, you... Earl, I know you have more respect for fellow man than Mays does. So... Yes. So Joel, let me make this point. No, Joel don't talk about Joel. About I'm Jim putting Cora. you on hold, Earl. I put him on hold. Behave. Whoops. No, I'm playing. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I think he said senilely. He's trying... Do you say... He wouldn't answer the question. And now I forgot my point. But, oh, what's ridiculous? He's trying to say it's ridiculous what Jesse Lee Peterson says about uh, the Jim Crow era. Because Jesse points out, whites and blacks still got along during Jim Crow. There were whites who didn't agree with it. There were blacks who knew it was wrong, but they didn't hate whites over it. They knew it was just the government trying to force them to do, you know, come in with the false solutions. And maybe, who knows? Maybe some of the solutions weren't so false. There's certainly a lot of false solutions now. We have reverse Jim Crow, right? Now it's Jim Crow against whites. 
But what's ridiculous, he tried to say Jesse's ridiculous for saying, come on, these people are being overdramatic. What's ridiculous is the drama about Jim Crow. Please, give me a break. The drama about Jim Crow is, is what's ridiculous. They're making every kind of slave movie and Jim Crow movie and act like these whites were so bad. I watched this movie called Eat Man 2. <laughs> and they're making these whites look so bad. And I'm looking at the translations, right? <laughs> and the, um, the Chinese, this is, this is a movie set in Hong Kong, right? Eat Man is uh, Bruce Lee's teacher. And the, they're making like these British guys who are occupying the Hong Kong. They're making these British guys, some of them, look so racist, right? Yellow, will somebody put this yellow fat slob out of the way? And, the, and then the, the Asian guy says, get out of here, Guaylo. And Guaylo means white devil. But they changed it to say foreign devil. <laughs> so it wasn't sound so racist or whatever. But the reality is people are just, people are going to point out what you are and just say it. It's not racist to say yellow slob. And it's not racist. Or, or uh, to say white devil. It's just, it's, for one, it's funny. <laughs> and for two, there was just um, animated passions during that time. So anyways, this, this um, stuff, this drama about Jim Crow, which is long over, um, stuff is worse today than it was during Jim Crow. The laws that they have today, I, I would venture to say, I would, I would bet you, the laws that we have in the books today are more unjust than the Jim Crow laws. I'm just going to, that's just me speculating, because look at apartheid versus how um, South Africa is today. South Africa is suffering today post-apartheid, and the way that the whites are treated, and the blacks, honestly, is worse than during apartheid, I think. The crime is through the roof like crazy. These liberals, uh, communists and communist sympathizers, the liberal media, are, um, are ridiculous. They're the ones coming in with false solutions. So that's the, that's the arrogance, Earl. Don't you agree with that the liberals are arrogant? No. Uh, by the way, did you live in the Jim Crow era? Do you have any experience? Do you know what Jesse said is true? Yes, I know that he. I know that what he says is true because it's common sense. No, no experience. I no. I I have experience of present day, and that present day reality shows me. Hold on, you asked me a question. I'm putting you on hold, Earl. Be quiet. <laughs> but um, my common sense tells me that there were decent and indecent people in in every uh, time. Of all races. So there were decent people back then. And you, we, we can plainly see that the degeneracy has been encouraged nowadays. Did so, you know that? Huh? Did you know that? Yeah, I, I knew that Jesse's right. I'm right about what? He's right about Jim Crow. Being... Oh, no, he's just trying to be, he's just trying to be uh, no. facetious. No, no, no. I'm not Jesse's facetious. Right? I'm serious. I don't He's even right like fish. <laughs> He's right about what? He's right that there were decent people back then of all races. And this Jim Crow stuff, this drama about the there Jim was. Crow is overblown. There was a I gotta go, Earl. Of, of dominance and trying to, to subjugate black folks as second-class citizens. Did you know that? So what? 
Yeah, so do you. Huh? So do you, because you was part of the, a white race that was that was subjugating other folks. No, I wasn't. So that's all fine with you, wasn't No, I wasn't. No, you weren't uh, literally, but the white folks in general was benefiting from such a making folks, black folks and others, second-class citizens and subjugated to them. That's dumb, okay. Earl. You're, you're paying attention to the past when in the present day people are trying to subjugate well, the whites. Hey, hey, Earl. There, today the people are trying to subjugate when the whites. I gotta go. The Jim Crow era, he's talking about the past. Now, unless he's trying to hold to, Earl, your phone is awful, and I gotta go. Let's talk again. All right. Adios, amigos. All right. Adios, amigos. Hake is so lame. (laughs) This is Marcus Jones. Hey, Marcus. Um, You know what? Let me get to Louie out of Idaho. Louie, thanks for holding, man. What's up? Hey, how are you, man? Doing fine. I think think James, the tri-state area is New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Thanks, man. And that's why New Jersey might be getting the... uh, Coronavirus. They got to cross the bridge every night, you know. Oh, yeah. Number two. Number two is doctors' oaths do no harm. Right. Okay. And number three is Chris Wallace is Mike Wallace's son, and Mike Wallace was like a legend in journalism from years ago. Yeah, I've heard number that. Four, <laughs> and number four is Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly used to live in Garden City, New York. Okay. Bill O'Reilly was a substitute teacher of mine in 1986, I think. Wow. He's self-promoting. He's self-promoting. He, everyone knew by the third period of the first day he graduated from Harvard and all that. <laughs> he's, he's an all right guy, but he's self-promoting. He's cool. Yeah. You know? Interesting. The word man. of the day. I told him uh, uh, English is after lunch downstairs. <laughs> you know, anyway. <laughs> just That's sarcasm. Funny. That's you know, cool, anyway, man. yeah, yeah, uh, I'm sarcastic. You know, uh, I think, I think, I do think the coronavirus is made up, honestly. No, I don't think so, man. I think it's, I think that there's a lot of made up, made up news about it. But I, think I don't it's think it's blown that, out of proportion. Put it that way, it's blown out of proportion. In some, in some circles, yes. And in some circles, it's, it's, it's um, understated. There's a lot of people saying, oh, it's just the flu. Or whatever, and you know, as if something is just the flu. Nobody wants the flu either. The flu is pretty nasty. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you don't want to. I don't. I'm not for flu shots. I don't get them. Yeah, yeah, me either. Yeah. Me either. But anyway, I used to have to get them. I worked for hospitals. I used to have to get them. I, my doctor says now, oh, do you want it? I said no. He said okay. Right on. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. good. Yeah, I don't trust those things. You know, all the flu shot does is introduce the, the disease in your body, so it knows how to fight it. But yeah. why don't you do something that is in there, you know? That's right. just my point of view. Yeah, it makes sense, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. It's good to hear from you, Louis. All right, you got a second chance, man. Thanks again. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, let me get to Kenny out of Idaho. <coughs> Not. Oh, no. You. Is that a corona cough? God bless you, James. Thank Come you. Same to you. Good uh, to hear from you. Cough if you need to. Say it again? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling Nick on the uh, screening portion of my phone call that this one doctor, I went there for a stitches, dog bite, you know, uh, and uh, this was after he had done stitched me up, and he said, oh, we need to fill out this this form here. Uh, your, your level of pain is up around the 10, right? 
Whoa. He was he was trying to he was trying to prime me uh, to write down something uh, that was supposed to be filled out before they admitted me uh-huh. for emergency emergency room dog bite. So I right away I I thought about what what was his angle? Why would a why would a doctor uh, um, try to try to goad a, a patient into filling out the the questionnaire yeah. as to uh, how fast we should admit you or put you in front of other people in line? Of course, I was the only one in the waiting room. It's a small town hospital here. Yeah, but you see what's going on with with the doctors there. They're anxious to pay off their student loans, which is uh, upwards of quarter million. Right, and it's and it's kind of sad that they will just go ahead and jump on the bandwagon that the that the Chinese and the Italians are going to bring the disease over here. So we need you to be extra panicky. Yeah. At, at one point, they was the news somewhere. I forget where I had heard it. They said, "Hey, look, man, you can." You can be you can get the disease and then be cured, and then catch the same one again. And that uh, that's false. That that couldn't ever be. Later on, they they changed that, and now they're admitting that your body builds an immune system. In fact, that's how they uh, they make a vaccine. There's people donating the plasma uh-huh. who've had it that make that uh, contribute to helping uh, people who don't want to get it. You know, I would caution people, though, with that, because I noticed that with me, when I get sick, if I don't get all the way over it, I'll fall back into that sickness because I'd never really got completely over it. So you want to get all the way over it. So And, and another lie, this is on the subject, and another lie that's being promoted is that you're, um, everyone's if you, here's how you can be sure if you've got it, they're saying. Here's how you can be sure if it's the one major plague they're talking about, the particular strain, is that you everybody gets the same symptoms. No, no two people are going to have. That's true. You get sick. Yeah. And based on your level of immunity, how strong you are in keeping up on good nourishment and right. plenty of rest and good exercise, your, your, your symptoms... Maybe drastically different from the guy down the street. They got the same strain. Yeah, because right? people's bodies have different weaknesses. That's true, man. But I, I'm on the side of doctors when this is the only case when they're telling people with chronic illness, no matter what, no matter what condition they have, maybe diabetes or broken leg, they're telling the patients to do this or that. And the patients just stay straight down to their face. Oh, I don't want to exercise. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Eat vegetables. I like my food the way I like my food. And you cure me. I'll pay you. You cure me. Yeah. End of story. I don't want to hear nothing about, I need you to take this pill. Well, that pill's too big. Blah, blah, blah. And people make the stupidest excuses why not to follow doctor's orders. And they get frustrated. They get frustrated and that but i gotta go hey yeah. keep up the good work thank you man uh, it's good Jamie, to hear from you take care kenny Mr. Hey, keep up the good work god bless you all right you too yeah a lot of people it's i mean healthy habits but um you actually i don't know it's good 
I actually made my lunch last night. Wasn't that nice? Um, <laughs> I used to be so disciplined about making my lunch. I used to eat, make sure I eat a bag of vegetables, some fruit, oatmeal, make myself a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, Sion out of Georgia. Sion, it's good to hear from you. Thank you for calling. Hi. Hey. How are you? Nice hearing from you. Nice to call you. Right on. Doing fine. Cool. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you all right. Go for it. Okay. Just was calling about um, the current situation in the entire world. Oh, um, hi, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say hi, Earl. He's funny. He's old. He's super old. I don't know how I don't know how old he actually is. <laughs> That's and a good Jim question. Paul and his grandma, his grandpa. He's so nice to you. He goes on details with you. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You give him airtime too, please. He's entertaining. Yeah, he is fun to listen to. I like his. I like his <laughs> tempo. <laughs> and I was cracking yeah. up because I was thinking about how computer smells impression of him. I want to see. I want to hear a. I want to hear a substitute Earl versus real Earl, like we heard a substitute Maze versus real Maze. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. call sometime Hot Computer and let us hear you. <laughs> she is great with Maze accent. But yep. um, I just was saying, I just found out that it's not just Chinese who eat that. <laughs> who is it? In Africa, in Congo, Brazzaville, they eat it too in some parts of Africa. Wow. It's like legit. It's here. Yeah. You know, and, I heard that it's frowned upon amongst the Chinese to eat bats, although I could be wrong. Maybe it's just the dog torture, torturing of dogs or whatever that's frowned upon by the Chinese. No, no. Uh, they eat dog uh, meat too. They eat I them, but they don't necessarily auntie. torture them. <laughs> No, they just like uh, just slaughter like a uh, sheep, like yeah. a lamb, like yeah, like right. a goat and stuff. It's so weird. People need to stop eating things that are not supposed to be eaten. It's <laughs> disgusting. You have all this beef that's so cheap. Why don't you eat that? Instead of those disgusting China experiments, you know, with with disgusting animals, it's like in the south eating a possum. They're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> But how do we how do we know what's supposed to be eaten and what's not? Uh, the Bible in the Bible it says uh, that right, uh, what to eat, what Jesus said to eat. But then they Jesus to, didn't Jesus come yeah. to Peter in the dream or somebody and say, Peter, do not declare unclean what God has declared clean. So he let he start letting them eat yeah. pigs and stuff. But I could be wrong. I mean that we that was meant to be like a, a metaphor for oh uh, now the non-jews can be can come, enter the kingdom of heaven something like that right the gentiles <laughs> but i don't know, I don't yeah. know. but uh, pork should be you know, that's my belief pork so, should not i don't know some, i mean yeah, it seems like a lot of it. people who avoid pork may yeah. be healthier i don't know but it's not just a lot of people who do that it's uh Orthodox Christians, only Catholics eat pork. They allow it. I don't know why, but it's gross, that thing. It's not only it's cancerous. They said something about being cancer. I'm not, I'm not sure. 
I'm well, not yeah, you, hey, you I'm definitely not shouldn't overdo anything. If you overdo anything, you can get cancer from it. And maybe it is more cancerous. Wayne and Rhonda says, mmm, bacon. So you don't like yes. bacon or sausage or ham? No. Or hot dogs? No. Uh, no. How about I kosher like hot dogs? Hot dog, that's, that's beef. I like hot dogs. Um, that's Hebrew beef. And uh, <laughs> Hebrew you know beef. The, the Hebrew Yeah, I'm not advertising. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the Hebrew brand, but, uh, and I, I like, I don't, I like turkey, turkey bacon, but it's not as crisp. But it's healthy. I just had flashbacks of this fake bacon thing that I've seen Joel make for his sandwiches. Is that turkey bacon? Mm -hmm. It is? Yeah, that's turkey. That doesn't even look like (laughs) real meat. (laughs) The flavor is so good, though. Kind of rubbery. (laughs) It's not as good. It's turkey. Google images of it. Okay. Because it's not as good as regular bacon, I it, will say, but it's the alternative. It looks like yeah. it looks like beef jerky, but smooth and almost see through. And yeah. I don't you know; it doesn't look healthy. right to me. Now, the whole world is waking up to what to eat. When I go to the grocery store, I see a lot of people who picked up lime, you know, lime and and turmeric. Yeah. As a pill, I'm trying to tell you it's a, the curry and the cayenne pepper. It's really good and it's healthy. Okay. Uh, you know, and people should eat that to boost their immune system and to fight against this corona. Yeah. Because, All um, right. Yeah, I had a scare of, about it because they found two people that one person died from my job. It's serious. Seriously. Wow. Especially if you're old and you your body can't. You know, fight it, and it doesn't have those horrible, spicy upbringings. I'm serious. Yeah. It, you, you have to fight it uh, with eating healthy food. But also, this could be so a political thing for hungry, the Democrats, I think, because they're trying for him not to get elected again. But too bad he's already voted for, in my opinion. People, are, yeah. are, are they really right. appreciate what he's trying to do. Every uh-huh. day, the president fighting these crazy Loonies, and you saw that lady was telling um, that man to stay at home, to stay at home. Yeah, they want everybody to stay home, and they want to push yeah. and further this disease, this virus, to keep, you know, scaring people and shut down everything so that they can, you know, somehow uh, trying to make Donald look like uh, he's not doing a good job on the economy to make him to. Make him look like he's not doing it, you know, to, for people to criticize him more. Like, um, they already know he's going to get voted for. They, you know, they love killing, time. they love killing small businesses anyways. They don't like people being independent. Yeah. Yeah. The economy, he, he, they don't want him to go down as uh, the best president for the economy. You know? Yeah. So they pretend he's that, doing a great job. you know what else, Sion? They pretend that the economy is not made up of people. Yeah, they pretend I like know. the economy is separate from the people. <laughs> because a lot know. of times people, I mean, you can kind of cut them slack yeah. because the uh, the evil rhinos make it easy because they only cite like the stock market or the GDP or whatever. Yeah. And that stuff is also people, but um, it directly affects yeah. people when you're not able to go to work or have your you have to close your business until April 30th or something. 
That is yes. that's wild. It really is. And there and the unemployment line is like so cool. A lot yeah. of people can't get their checks. It's it's delayed right. and people have kids and and rent to pay because the bill is not going to be quarantined, you know? You and, have to pay. And it's wide open for abuse. People not going to pay rent because they can't get evicted. People going to file for unemployment when, uh, you know, under false pretenses, like they're already doing, yeah. right? There's a, I know yeah. able-bodied men who during the last so-called financial crisis, the recession or whatever it was called, they yeah. filed for unemployment, but they're able-bodied. They could get a job if they wanted to. They're just too picky. Yes, I, I know. They're yeah. using this, the lazy ones are using this opportunity. And yeah. those who are blue collars are suffering. And, right. and the companies, I thank God for the great white hope because he is bringing the jobs back here. He, I know he, they're not paying as much taxes as they used to during the Obama era. Yeah. So they're, they're saying their business is here, especially in Georgia. There's a lot of corporate offices because the taxing. It's so cheap. It's a Republican state. Good. But I don't know how it's going to be in a couple of years. Right. Because I think after four years of Donald, Lord help us all, because it's going to be hell. Like, I think, I predict, I think that it's not going to get any better. A liberal is going to be elected, and this country is just going to be, businesses are going to move to Europe or Mexico or wherever. You're predicting predicting Trump is not going to get reelected? No. I said for after four years. Oh, after four after more years. Four after years? four more years. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes, that's it. Of course, he's he's already elected. Even the liberal, the the lazy ones who smoke blunt all day, <laughs> they they're appreciating that they're gonna get the check from him. Yeah. <laughs> People love you when you do stuff for them. They never <laughs> appreciate you as you are. So now he's doing stuff. You know, for those who are out of work, and even those who are not out of work, everybody's entitled to their tax money. It's fine. But he, 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 if it was uh, some other president, we wouldn't even get this compensation check or whatever. Check that they but Sion, let's not worry about, I mean, we're not even supposed to worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We can't predict what the country is, is going to do. It may take a turn for the worse. Remember, like, some people liked, Ooh, some well. people loved... Reagan. They thought that he brought back morality and stuff like that. And then look at what yeah. we are even after Reagan. Like, we got Clinton. <laughs> and then we got yeah. uh, W. Bush, who, like, he found he out that he talking. was a rhino. And then we got yeah. Obama. And now we have, like, total degeneracy encouraged. And so it could very well be, you know, with Israel, they had, like, a good king. And then they had, like, the evil king. And then the people would try to follow God, and then they would forget God. Follow him, forget him. And that seems like the way of the world, but hopefully people are starting to. I know Uh, we should all pray in our homes. We should all get closer to God in this time of time because it's going to get worse. There's going to be diseases that are, like, not... Uh, even you could get it over through the phone if I cough on you one day, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate okay, it, Sion. Okay. Thank you. Take Thank care. Thank you. Yes, you too. Nice Thank call. You, All right. By the way, let me read some super chats. Lin Yen Chin says, Vulnerable equals susceptible. We are all vulnerable to bullets. We aren't invulnerable, a.k.a. indestructible. JLP, our one Tyrone, stuck 
in a persona o drama. Mama trauma. He a mess o PMS. <laughs> nice. Appreciate that. Hopefully you guys followed that. Alejandro Davila says, for the Hake Polo Fund. Oh, he wants me to wear better shirts. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, Lin Yen Chin, intermittent fasting boosts resistance and recovery from infection. Fasting is the body's equivalent to be still and know. It sharpens its function. Wow. Interesting advice, man. Thank you. And then this is SOBC. Says, this is for the fund to get Earl a new phone. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Thank you. And Jimmy DM gave a, di a ninja guinea. Said, for the cause. Keep up the good work, James Hake. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. And by the way, let me just read the top contributors uh, so I don't get stuck. And in about in six minutes, I'm going to open the treasure chest on, on DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. Thank you to Jimmy DM, paramedic, champ. Hold on. Champ, some, champ something, I'll get back to your name. Beard the Butcher, right on, man. Robot Moose, Asmodor, always faithful, man, thank you. Floshinsky, Grace Face, Reed Johnson, Take Care Business Bear, and Champ Bear. Thank you, guys. Wow, cool, bears, huh? The bears must be pretty decent people to have so many in here. That's cool. Okay, so let me get to this um, Fallen State review. Just a brief review. It was a question. The main thing that I had in reaction to this video, the Fallen State um, with Jesse Lee Peterson, he interviewed Abigail Segui, 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 I don't know, S-A-G-U-I, professor of sociology and gender studies, which worthless degree. Let's be honest, it is. I, I can't imagine that it's Segui. I can't imagine that it's not a worthless degree. Author of Come Out, Come Out, whatever, whoever you are. And that means, it's, that's under the pretense that homosexual is who you are, or fat is who you are, or because they want, some people, they talked about people coming out as fat, <laughs> which is interesting. She's nice. Yeah, she has two PhDs, two master's degrees, and a BA, a <laughs> bachelor's of, of uh, arts. She got one from France, one from Princeton or something like that. But, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people who spend a lot of time in school. I don't know how many years that is. But, okay, so the BA is four years. Three years if you're smart. Five years if you're hake. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? The PhD, the master's degree is another like one, two, maybe three years. And then the PhD is another one, two, maybe three years. I don't know. I don't know my stuff. And a PhD in what? That's a doctorate, right? That's a doctorate degree. She's nice, but she's sly. And the lie is sly. Ten years. And, um, yeah, plus she had two different PhDs. The lie is sly. That's why, that's why I harp on these intellectuals. Because intellectuals, I reference this book every now and then, the Making Gay Okay, and it was made by a Catholic guy who does not believe that gay is okay. He knows that it's wrong. But he was talking about how these intellectuals came in and rationalized wrongdoing, wrong as right, wrong as fine. 
And that's what the intellectuals do. That's why I think that that this, um, and you may laugh at this, you may agree with me, you may disagree, but I was making fun of yesterday the um, Democrat politicians with their hand sign language people. It reminded me of Obama at, was it Nelson Mandela's funeral when that, that black guy was doing sign language and he was just totally making it up. But you couldn't, but honestly, looking at these other ones, it didn't look like he was necessarily making it up because he still had the same goofy style about him, jumping around like he was dancing, making faces. I don't know if he made faces, but these guys made faces. It just lowers the dignity of the person in office who's trying to present to you some somber news about somebody dying or about whatever. (laughs) And... So I just think that they're rationalizing, oh, there's deaf people who need to to see the sign language people. When really it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a conspiracy to make uh, our leaders look less respectable, which they are. They're, these Democrats are not respectable anyways. So whatever. The If I were a sign language person, I would be like, no, I'm not standing next to him. That's beneath my dignity. <laughs> and then I would go goof off somewhere else. Anyways, um, she's, by the way, she exercises, <laughs> this, this woman, because <laughs> Jesse and she were talking about fat, and that's cool. But uh, my main question is, what is equality, and why is that of value to these people? They have this false idea of equality, and yet it was funny, because she wanted everybody to come out, except for the white, the white's to come out as, hey, I'm going to come out and fight for um, whites not to be discriminated against and and railed on and um, slandered and libeled and smeared so badly. And honestly, everybody should come out and do that because right is right and wrong is wrong. So even blacks and others, she even said Lizzo was beautiful. That's true. (laughs) Now you know she's lying. But she was nice. Uh, <laughs> let me get to a call, and I am going to open the treasure chest in the midst of this call, so I'm probably going to, you're going to see me jump when Joel presses it. <laughs> Robert from Canada, first-time caller, what's up? Roberto. How's it going, boss? What did I call him? Did I call him Roberto? <laughs> okay, Roberto. <laughs> Good to hear from you, man. You got it, my friend. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, I was watching uh, that video on uh, that lady. Yeah, and I did some re- I did some research on her, kind of just looking at her background. Right on. Uh, this is this lady is very influential person. Like she is, she is not a, a stupid person, you know. Yeah. So I feel like now that I, you know, that I kind of rewatched it a little bit. I was reading the comments, and I was like, this lady, uh, she knows exactly who Jesse is, you know. She's not just going to show up on a show and, and not know what his background is, not know what his positions are, not know how he views the world. So I think that uh, I believe that this woman is just filled with malice. And she came on the platform to portray an image kind of like, oh, I'm so nice, I'm so soft. But really, I think that woman's vicious deep down inside. Like she has an agenda and she's winning. And yeah. when I say she's winning, I'm talking about the liberal media. They they're taking this these ideas and they're running with it. Right. You know, when I say right. the word nice, I don't mean good. 
Um, niceness yeah, is evil. Yeah, kind of like fake nice, you know? Yeah, it is. And a lot of homosexuals are nice, and then they befriend you, or they're in your family, or whatever. And then the, yeah. the parents and the uh, friends of these people suddenly feel sorry for the gays and join their side. And then they become so-called allies, when in reality they're um, supporting everything evil, just supporting these gays on their way to, down to hell and going to hell with them. And it Absolutely. is, yeah, you're, so you are right about that. I don't know if she knew, knew much about Jesse or not. I think that this is, this niceness is a way of life for a lot of these people. You know, um, yeah. there's a, this communist line that radicals, the ones who are effective, a lot of them anyways, dress up in suits and act presentable. And that's what she yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And, and and this is like going on all, all, all over. Like I live in Canada, but I'm originally from Latin America. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you, you guys are aware of this. I encourage you guys to look it up and also all the, all the people listening. There's a, an artist, very famous artist uh, all over the world, not just Latin America. His name is Bad Bunny. And he he's literally uh, dressing up like as a woman. He's wearing skirts. And, um, you know, the agenda is obviously, it's been like this for years. But this is the first time that it's happened in uh, within a Latin American artist because naturally Latins were a little bit more masculine. Wow. You know what I mean? We have a little bit more traditional culture. So this is going on, and and I speak out against it, and yeah. I'm shocked how many Latinos are defending him. I'm absolutely shocked that I'm starting to realize that you know what my my generation that thinks uh, very traditional, like that you know what I mean, that holds on to the traditional morals. Yeah, we're lo- we're losing, man. And you got all these little girls. They're like, no, he's a hero for a woman's right. I'm like, how how you gonna be a hero for a woman's rights if you wearing a skirt? Like, that's ridiculous to me. But look it up. Bad Bunny. Check it out, and then maybe you guys can talk about it. I know y'all, y'all got what, that one guy. He's Colombian, one of your buddies. Yeah, Esteban. Esteban. So, yo, I would recommend it. Bad Bunny. I think the track is called Ella uh, Perrea Sola. I can't spell it for you. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's all right. But tell, tell your, your buddy to look it up, and you guys can watch it. It doesn't have to be today, another day. And you guys comment on it. And basically, it's disgusting, bro. The degradation of society. Joel heard about it. Have a look at it. Esteban showed it to Joel already. Oh, really? Yeah, he he just saw it yesterday, actually. You want to say anything about it, Joel? Yeah, Esteban, it's crazy that you bring that up. The Colombian Esteban uh, showed me the video yesterday. And he was disgusted. Him and I both were just disgusted about it. It's horrible. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. It's you know silly. what's crazy? The females that I know, they're defending him. And in my mind, I'm like, how am I supposed to marry Typical. a female like this? Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, girl, you're looking cute. You're looking fine. But hey, <laughs> if you like this, if but, you like this shit, I'm not, I'm not messing with you. But what yeah. do you expect? To be honest, Roberto, what do you expect really from these entertainers? I'm not surprised. They do stuff like this. Yeah. You know, whether it's but part I'm, of... I'm surprised because in Latin America... We don't mess with that. In Latin America, if you look at how uh, that music started, so reggaeton, you look in Panama, Puerto Rico, yo, we had music talking about don't be gay. We had music talking about <laughs> don't don't eat, you know, girls, pum pum. We had music talking about, yo, you a bati boy, which is like, because we have, we, we have a mixture of like Latin Americans and Jamaicans in Panama. 
So our music was anti-homosexual. This is what I'm saying. This is what we grew up with. And now it's the complete opposite. So when you say, why do you, am I shocked? I'm shocked because we did a 180, dude. From the but culture. hey, and even not, back I'm then, was it, old. even back then, was it, it's, you know, Latin and, Latin America to me has always, has often seemed kind of woman-centered and socialist-leaning. So it was only a matter of time before this degeneracy entered down into you guys, too. Because even well, yeah, though you weren't been, for homosexuality... Been, the feminist movement has been going since the 60s. Even before in that, Latin America. Before that. A hundred years ago, man. I, would, I would say 60, including... I don't know if you guys know about like church history and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you know Vatican II, once Vatican II started making the changes within the church, that leaked out into society as well. Yeah. So instead, because before the women, they used to wear, I don't know how you say it in English, uh, veils. Uh-huh. But in Spanish, we say velos. Uh-huh. So the women used to wear veils over their head, and that was just part of normal society. Yeah. But when Vatican II came, they started dressing more liberal, right? Interesting. And uh, I don't know if you know somebody named Edward Bernays, but, you know, he introduced fashion and so forth. But I, I would I would argue since probably 50s, it probably started, but 60s, it really started manifesting. Wow. But I don't know, Latin American society, now it's so bad to the point where now my own people, they call me sellout. That's, Can you believe that? <laughs> it's they call, pathetic, they man. call me because I'm conservative. <laughs> they call me sellout. Cause yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, crazy. of course. Welcome to the majority community. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, right Yo, on, Roberto. Cello, man. I mean, Don't even I sweat know. it, though. <laughs> All right, my friends. Yo, stay blessed. Hey, keep doing your thing. Thank you. And, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys can uh, keep keep uh, getting your following a little bit more bigger because Let's be logical, you know, Jesse, you know, he's, a, he's a good guy, but he's not going to last forever. So you guys got to take the baton and keep running with it. I rebuke that Jesse's living forever, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. More people need to wake up and, and become leaders ourselves. Thank you, Roberto. Hey. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. You guys have a good day. Cheers, sir. All right. Take care. Malkuth X gave a super chat and said, Hey, I've really tried hard to get my friends and others to listen to your show, but say they can't because your voice sounds stupid. I'm trying, though. Thank you, Malkuth X. Keep trying. appreciate it. But if not, hey, let them let suffer and die. <laughs> um, and congratulations to Reed Johnson, Grace Face, Dark Side of the Bear, what? Shaggy Boy, and Floshinsky. Thank you, guys. And TNT88, thank you for the diamond. All right, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff and jlptalk.com for the Jesse Lee Peterson Show stuff. That's where you can get this shirt. Oh, the wall going up. All right, take care.